Lipcast Slovakia, the podcast about Slovak literature in English. Welcome to Litcast Slovakia, the 18th and final episode this year. My name is Julia Sherwood, I'm a literary translator, and if you have enjoyed these podcasts, which I have been hosting since April, you may be pleased to hear that they will continue for a while in the new year, starting on Wednesday, the 13th of January. My guest today is Ivana Tarainkova, a literature scholar who heads the Institute of Slovak Literature of the Slovak Academy of Sciences. Ivana has edited several books on Slovak fiction of the 19th century and was chief editor and co-editor of many others. From 1999 to 2012, she was the editor-in-chief of the peer-reviewed journal Slovak Literature, Slovenska Literatura, and from 2010 to 2015, she worked on the literary journal Romboid. She is currently on the editorial team of the online journal Platforma pre literaturu a Viskum, Platform for Literature and Research. Hello, Ivana. Welcome to Litcast Slovakia. Hello. As this is our final podcast of 2020, I thought it would be good to close the year by looking back uh, over the past 12 months. But given what a strange year this has been for all of us, before we turn to the literary output, we can't avoid talking about the one thing that has dominated every aspect of our lives, the coronavirus. On a practical level, it must have made your day-to-day and family life very complicated since you commute between Bratislava and southern Slovakia and your husband lives in the Czech Republic and you also had to forego your regular book browsing visits to London and other places. So how did that experience feel for you personally? Well, I must admit this year is really uh, exhausting. My husband and me, we had to find a way to be together as family and uh, to carry out our work duties. Um, but I think we have managed somehow. Uh, the main change for our family life is uh, difficult traveling. Our family is uh, Central European in uh, many aspects and we used to spend our weekends in Prague, go to market to Estergom or visit Budapest on Saturdays. This year it was uh, impossible or very difficult. Furthermore, we had to skip our regular book browsing trips to your, of European cities. For me, that was an occasion to get know about newly published books or fiction books or books on literary studies. I try to compensate for it, buy books and gain information via the internet. Of course, uh, it's not the same. In terms of your research, you focus on two different periods of Slovak literature, the 19th century and the contemporary period. So can you tell us about briefly some of the projects you've been working on and if your research has been slowed down or otherwise affected by the pandemic? Currently, I have been working on two main projects. Uh, one focuses on the literary and cultural representation of national revival in literature uh, of 19th century. Um, questions of national identity and national struggle played a dominant role in Slovak literature of this period. Every poem, every prose dealt with the problem of nationhood 
with the situation of Slovaks and projected the future of the nation. My second project dealt with uh, literature after postmodernism because we can't deny that postmodern can no longer grasp and articulate our experience of today's world. Uh, it can be seen in the global uh, context of literature. Writers as David Foster Wally, Zadie Smith, James Ranson and others had revelated postmodern axioms and brought some new kind sensitivity and attitude towards the world. And there are some obvious symptoms that this shift is present in current Slovak literature. Uh, my research has been slowed down for several re reasons. One reason is pandemic and second is my position in the Institute. It's great responsibility in difficult times. We had to continue our work, carry on with our research, continue with our project and stay safe. There is also anxiety and worrying that do, do not allow, don't allow concentrating on work. Well, that responsibility must have been really quite uh, stressful <laughs> in, in these difficult times. And on an institutional level, all the lockdowns and closing of borders and general uncertainty must have had quite an impact on uh, the research all your other colleagues at the Institute are engaged in. So I imagine that a lot of work, for example, went into the planning of a major conference on Peter Pistianek and the World 1990s, which was due to place, take place in Bratislava in May, but had to be cancelled or was it just postponed? At, to a later date, I hope. And has your institute experienced any other major setbacks or is there perhaps some silver lining, some benefits from the these changed working practices? Well, I have to say the first wave has got us unprepared. In our institute, we postponed or cancelled some conference. We skipped many international academic events. We postponed the one on Peter Pistianek and we were really sorry for it. We were looking forward to it because it was occasion to reflect the phenomena of the 19th in Slovak literature and the work of Peter Pistianek, the key figure of this decade. Uh, if everything stabilized next year, we will hold it in autumn 2021. Uh, we don't want to have it online, we want to have it live. When we had experienced second wave, we tried to hold several workshops and conferences. We did the annual workshop about literature published in current year and we applied, of course, safety rules. We wore masks and kept distancing. Uh, this uh, workshop reflected poetry and prose published last year and we tried to evaluate new achievements and trends. In November, we held other two conferences, this time online because of the worst situation. The first dealt with urban uh, representation of Slovak literature and art after 1980, with special focus on Bratislava. The topic of second conference uh, that we organized with our partner Institute of Czech Literature was sermons in the time of crisis. As for benefits of this situation, perhaps in future the online platform and online tools will have will help us to solve pro some problem and to be more efficient. Perhaps the use of uh, those tools will allow us to connect uh, the international research net better. Nevertheless, eye-to-eye contacts, personal meetings and conversations are still important. The major set setback of our work is the difficult availability of uh, informational sources from Slovak libraries. I'm really sorry to say that comparing to other countries, 
situation with digital sources here is worse. For example, Czech researchers, for they had open access to sources from the National Library immediately with beginning of the first lockdown. Other libraries had great problems to provide anything like that. Normally, I visit Slovakia several times a year, and each time I come back with a suitcase full of new books. But this year, I was able to follow new releases only from afar, and so I feel I no longer have a finger on the pulse of what's happening on the literary scene. So I'd be really grateful if you could tell us what you consider the most interesting new books that were published this year. On the first side, the literary scene or production haven't changed. Books have been published, some of them by well-known authors uh, like uh, Jana Juraňová, Richard Pupala, Vanda Rosenbergová, Peter Machovsky, Jana Beňová, Ivana Gyová. But there were, there were also some debutants like Lukáš Cabala, Karol Kolbas, Barbara Hriňová, Dominika Moravčíková. Literary festivals were, uh, were held live or online books were sold in bookstores on the internet or in on the internet however there is still overwhelming anxiety people can't plant anything whether uh, we don't know whether we can continue with our activities and many authors and publishers have applied for institutional help from slovak art council or the ministry of culture mm. And uh, have any new literary trends emerged? Uh, were there any new discoveries? Anything that you think is of lasting value? A year is not long period to talk about new trends. Perhaps uh, I can talk about or I can mention the one most discussed, Prose Chepiec by Katarina Kuzbelova and novel Sheptuchy by Alena Sabuchova presented authentic on attitude toward folklore and rural tradition. Alena Sabuchova received an of Literal Award this year. Somebody could say it's rather old-fashioned or worn-out topic regarding the long tradition of Slovak literature. However, readers and critics uh, appreciated or welcomed a fresh look on those topics, lack of sentiment and effort to confront the contemporary rural environment with uh, everyday world. Interesting that they're both by women writers. Uh, did any male writers come up with anything really interesting? You mentioned a new book by Richard Pupala. Yes. Uh, what is that like? Yes, it's uh, Richard Pupala is one of my favorite Slovak writers. Uh, he is author of short stories and he debuted in 2014 with a, sh uh, with a short story collection names Visit. And now he published, recently he has published a new book named Women, Men and Animals. Uh, I like uh, Richard Pupala because he brought back storytelling about everyday life of ordinary people without a tiresome subjective point of view that has dominated through several years in Slovak fiction. And uh, this new book, uh, Woman, Man and Animal, is, that, uh, is it a collection of short stories or a novel? It's a collection of short stories. Hmm. I completely missed that, so this is something I'm definitely going to get. Now I'd like to turn to the proposed volume, uh, kind of a companion to contemporary Slovak literature, which uh, Katarina Gebhardt introduced briefly in our podcast earlier this year. 
since then the book proposal has been reworked and the final one has been submitted to a publisher i don't know if we can name them at this stage and you are one of the co-editors alongside katarina gephardt and charles sabatosh who we also had as a guest on this podcast so since all three of you are academics i wonder if the book is aimed at an academic audience or will it target a broader readership first of all i have to say that really that i really appreciate the effort and enthusiasm of katarina gebhardt who came with this idea of the companion of slovak literature with a focus on its global and broader context we gathered literary scholars from slovakia and from other countries and i think that this perspective this connection between inside and outside look is the main benefit of this project of course our book uh, would like to target the broader audience not only specific audience of uh, literary scholars but also the audience of general readers interested in uh, some li- literature in translation at this moment we are waiting for the advance contract from the publisher i better don't don't name it <laughs> and we hope we will succeed okay uh, i'll be keeping my fingers crossed and we won't <laughs> name them to not to jinx it and it's i think very good news for all our listeners that it won't be aimed at an academic audience and uh now are there any other in-depth publications on slovak literature in english and if so how will your companion fit into this context and into the context of literary studies in general so if you could say something about the scope of this project and its objectives and also what uh, the volume will be called So there are two major publications on Slovak literature with case studies published uh, several decades ago um, in 19s it's a it's a volume of um, edited by uh, Robert Pinson Modern Slovak Prose Fiction since 1954 uh, and uh, the volume of Peter Peter Petro History of Slovak Literature and since then over 40 books of translation of contemporary literature has been published um, and we would like to reflect uh, this uh, by the uh, availability and the current situation of slovak literature and translation two recent anthologies published in uh, 2015 and 2017 provide better access to this change situation it's uh, anthology into the spotlight new writing from Slovakia which was uh, edited by you and Magdalena Mulek and the Dedalus book of Slovak literature uh, edited by Peter Karpinski uh, the editor of uh, our book or we <laughs> we we try to extend uh, case studies and uh, present landscape of uh, contemporary Slovak literature produced and translated since 1989 for english readers Could you talk about the themes or aspects of Slovak literature that will be covered in the companion and also who else will be involved in the project apart from the three of you? Well, participants involved in this book come from Slovak and uh, uh, there are Slovak and Slavonic studies specialists from Slovakia, from Institute of Slovak Literature and Slovak Universities and from for example United States, United Kingdom and Poland. It is a diverse it is a diverse team of authors involving younger and experienced researchers and translators 
themes covered by this companion mirror the current trends in Slovak prose poetry and translation with regard to, tradi to the tradition. Furthermore, our aim is to put Slovak literature in a global context and show the functions of small nations' literature in the globalized world. Our case studies uh, intend to cover themes as Central European context of Slovak literature, autobiographical, autobiographical writing, women's writing, regional writing. Uh, we will analyze works on history and memory, or expatriate writing and deal with practices and politics of translation. We will emphasize uh, contemporary works, but we will look back at the more significant periods of Slovak literature of the 20th century as literature of post-Stalin liberalization or literature of the 19th literature of transition. Hmm, that's quite a broad scope and rather ambitious. And, uh, sorry, uh, did, did you mention the title of the book? Well, the title of the book, it's the last Home and the World in Slovak Writing, A Small Nation, Literature and Context. As I understand it, the companion will highlight authors and works that have already appeared in English translation. But this is just the tip of the, the iceberg and much of Slovak literature, both contemporary and earlier, has not yet been translated. So. Are there any classic works of Slovak literature from the 19th and 20th century that you think should really be translated into English? Well, as it's possible, we intend to draw attention on, also on writers unpublished in English. Literary works of earlier decades are in relative disadvantage. The question is how translation from the previous period could resonate in the, resonate in the broader international context. Can they draw attention? Can they offer some aspect missing from the wide range of world literature? There are many literary works important for domestic culture or domestic audience, but in some way they are untranslatable for outsider audience. I think uh, there are uh, obvious gaps of the translation of, Slovak po of the Slovak poetry. The poetry of 19th and 20th century had played an enormous role in Slovak culture, but there are still there are still a uh, few translations. Perhaps verses of Stefan Straja, Ivan Štrpka, Eva Luka or Michal Habaj deserves bigger attention from translators. I, I totally agree with you that many of the earlier works uh, would not necessarily resonate with the reading public in the Anglophone world now, but of uh, those older writers that you have studied, can you think of someone who may actually have something to say that would be interesting in, in today's context or that would fill some kind of a gap or fit in with some important trends in world literature? So, well, I would like to mention my favorite author from 19th century. It's uh, Martin Kukucin, who is always presented as some rural author, but uh, his uh, work has very important undertone of feeling of loneliness and uh, nostalgia and melancholy. And he was a he was a writer who had to had to left or he had to, he was a migrant, so he he traveled for work and he never came back home. And uh, this he has very strong feeling of homesickness in his uh, short stories or novelettes. So. Maybe it would be interesting, but you have to choose the right, right text. 
Well, the theme of migration is certainly something that resonates very strongly in this yeah. day and age. Yes, I think it's, uh, it's interesting in those contexts. Mm. And uh, can you mention some authors writing today whose work is not yet known and you think uh, deserves to be made accessible to English readers and would actually stand comparison with works from other countries and languages? Well, I mentioned short stories of Richard Pupala. I think uh, they deserve to be translated. Also, I can mention uh, great sto another great storyteller, Vito Staviarsky, with his entertaining and lively stories from Eastern Slovakia and Roma community. And also there is a one special case of a writer, Jan Rosner, who was not living author, but uh, he, his uh, works were published in 2010, I think, and uh, they are quite interesting. They, 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 are telling, well, they tell story of uh, Central European intellectual and the fate of uh, this, uh, this Central European, like, like they tell story of Central European fate. I couldn't agree more when it comes to well, all your choices, but especially Anne Rosner uh, and the book. Uh, I assume the book you have in mind is uh, Seven Days to a Funeral, yes. for which I've been actually searching for a publisher for a long time now. And there is a slight chance, I'm not going to jinx it, so I'm not going to name any names, but there is a slight chance that something might actually move there next year. Oh, it will be great because it really could stand comparison with, for example, Hungarian novels about those Central European some attitudes and so on. So I think it would be great. Well, thank you very much. So we have lots of uh, uh, recommendations here. Uh, there's some poets, uh, Strážaj, Štrpka, Evaluka and Habaj. Then of the older writers, uh, a very a glowing recommendation for Martin Kokučín. And of contemporary writers, uh, Richard Pupala, Vítě Stavierský and Jan Rosner. So uh, we will put some notes on all these writers. Uh, and uh, I would like to thank you very much for coming on the podcast for sharing uh, your experience of this difficult year <laughs> and your recommendations. Thank you very much for invitation. And uh, I hope you have a decent Christmas <laughs> despite <laughs> lockdowns you. and uh, let's hope and this is also a wish to all our listeners that next year proves to be kinder to us all and that there are lots of great books and many new translations into English. Yeah. Thank you and Merry Christmas to you. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Bye-bye.